The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Ready to learn to be a mass marketing mastermind? Take some notes from the godfathers of mass distribution. You're about to get schooled on how to be inboxed. You got, you got, you got, you got mail. Our hosts will show you how to deliver on email marketing strategies without going postal. Welcome the hosts of Inboxed, the click father of email, Kevin DiVincenzi, and the original Fab Fondy, Fab Fondy J, John Fondy. The big Fabu John Fondy inviting you to join us on our 110409 rundown of InboxedRadio.com. If you're just joining us for the first time, go to InboxedRadio.com. That's Inbox, that's I-N-B-O-X-E-D-Radio.com, where we have a chat room, which probably won't do us any good because we're live at AdTech, but we want you to go there. Anyway, you're in the chat room, Israel. Okay, good, good. All right, that's true. That's good. That's true. Hey, listen, we are broadcasting. We are broadcasting. or trying to broadcast live from Ad Tech in New York City. It's always great to be in New York City, and of course, I want to welcome Brasco. He's turning the dials for us, making sure all this happens. And of course, we'll talk about him in a little bit. And of course, today on the show, uh, Doctor Delivery is on assignment, so he won't be checking in, which is probably good for us. But anyway, we also have uh, our newest contributor, and that's uh, Sydney. Moran, she's going to talk about her experience with bikini bull riding. And of course, in Kevin's corner today, we're going to talk about ad tech and all the great things that are going on here today as well. And of course, James O'Brien, who's the marketing director from Lashback, is with us. And I'll tell you, he's an outstanding guy. I've known him for years. And I really, it's going to be great to catch up on a whole lot of great things for us as well, too. And of course, the big Bennett, the big B, is in the house here now. And Bennett Kennedy is going to talk a little bit about some interesting things that happened in the Ninth Circuit. And of course, a little misrepresentation of a can spam. And, you know, as always, when we have Bennett here, it always seems to be a whole lot of fun. But, uh, but ClickFather, I'll tell you, speaking of fun, we're really enjoying ourselves here at AdTech oh, this year. It's been a great show so far, John. I'm, uh, speak up. up yeah, right. Oh, thank you. <laughs> It's been a great show so far. Having a lot of fun. This is great. You know, the the thing that I've noticed here is that uh, that there's a lot of people here. This is the first first uh, edition that they had here at the Javits Center. You never, when you switch shows, you never know whether it's going to be a big show. It's going to be it's going to fill up the room. But this room is filled up even more than I think the Hilton. I think this is the place to be. It's it's more conducive to do business this year because you have a lot more room. Whereas in in other years, we're talking about that this morning with a few people. um, Everything was very condensed. So you couldn't walk, you couldn't move through, and at least here you actually have room where you can roam. Well, That's actually, good. I almost got a feeling of claustrophobia when we were at the Hilton because the ceilings were so low. Right. And remember, you had all those little corners mm-hmm. that you had to walk around and right. stuff. So I think this is more conducive for a trade uh, show. Absolutely. People are having yeah. a great time. And as I had mentioned at the top of the show, our newest correspondent, uh, Sydney Mora, is going to talk about bikini bull riding. Now, is it really true that you've mastered the art of bikini bull riding? Oh, yes, yeah, sugar. I have. Definitely mastered the art as of ma- bikini as a matter bull of fact, riding. You did look sweet on that bull. Only I wasn't in a bikini. Pardon me? I wasn't in a bikini. That's right. You had those sugar pants on, didn't you? I sure did. <laughs> now, you put together uh, the, the whole show. What was that like and how difficult was it to actually get girls to come in and take their clothes off and ride a bull? Oh, well, you know, it's amazing how many sugar girls you can get to uh, 
want to take off their clothes and ride a bowl in a bikini. And, and I get some credit for buying the Facebook ads to get the Sugar Girls. <laughs> oh, there you go. She orchestrated them, but I actually, yeah, okay. I, I, I was the ad writer. <laughs> and I'll tell you, some of those girls definitely were not sweet and low. They were pure sugar. I'm telling yeah, you. They were. They were excellent. <laughs> anyway, um, let, we'll talk right now and get into the, uh, the No Bull Party 3. This is the third time we've done it, and it's consistently gotten better and better. But I'll tell you, you really did have a great selection of girls that were there. I'd like to think so. Yeah. They, they were, were they were yeah. quite sugarlicious. Yes, they were, as a matter of fact. <laughs> a matter of fact. And she's not sugarcoating it either. Yeah. Anyway, all right, let's talk again. Now, did they you got several people. How do you get them? How do you get the, the, the girls to come and ride the bull? Uh, well you gotta make a good ad. You have, you have to write good ad copy, which yeah, I did. Then you, you have did. to have a good landing page, which she did. Right. Correct. And then you have to recruit them. Look at look at the models' pictures, obviously. Yeah. You know, throw out ninety five percent of them. That's Take true. the last five percent. Uh, it wasn't a cheap campaign, I'll tell you. I think we spent more money getting the models than we did paying out prices. <laughs> well, and this is great. I mean, the, I, the thing I noticed, Kevin, were the sponsors. A lot of people really got behind this. It was really entitled oh, to XY7 awesome. and Friends this year because Absolutely. so many people wanted to get involved. Why would? Why did these people want to get involved with the No Bull 3 party? Well, I think now it's become one of the staples for the industry. Mm -hmm. You know, the night before, everybody goes, oh, we're going to the XY7 party. So it was, yeah. it was great. You know, one of our newer employees, Ken, the, early in the night was worried. He goes, oh, it's, it's not busy. It's not going to get busy in here. Yeah. And he goes, just watch. Okay. And about 20 minutes later, it absolutely packed out where yeah, you couldn't right. even, you know, for a while you couldn't even move in there. Mm -hmm. it, was, uh, it was a great, great turnout. And uh, once again, back to you, Sugar Lips. How did we, how did we get the costuming for them to wear? Um, I believe the that was. Manager made that yeah, I believe that was on Anthony. He yeah. he got some cute little something from his own private collection. Possibly. Some some sugar booty shorts. <laughs> yes, right. Uh huh. And put xy7.com right on the on the booty. And that was great. I mean, I'll tell you, you know, when it was one of the best places to advertise because you know where everybody was looking, and right. you know with the so way true. that you're positioned on that bull, you're kind of hold grabbing onto it. So I mean, that was that was really some. Some billboard advertising. The other good thing is we had some industry people that just decided, you know, in, in mini skirts and all, just to jump on the bull before the contest. As a matter of fact, there were a lot of There's people. Pictures already. A lot of people, just regular civilians, uh, got on and, and, and rode the bull, yep. and, and a lot of females got on and rode the bull. And speaking of riding the bull, something he normally does during our show, Brasco, you actually jumped out there and rode the bull a little bit yourself. I think you rode it twice, actually. Yeah. I did ride it twice. I also lunged at the the thing. I gave it a crossbody yeah. block. Yeah, you, so, yeah. you were yeah. not showing any sugar to that bull. I yeah. mean, you guys got into it. Well, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I a lot of drinking, so I don't know what I was looking at when I saw the bull, but I just ran at it and just... I don't think the bull had a single drink. What are you talking about? I think I just saw a red cape in front of it just kept going at it. That was, was a matter of <laughs> That fact. or could have helped with me, me being on the other side with the bottle of Grey Goose going like this. That's true. Come, <laughs> yeah. come grasping yeah. at it. You know... <laughs> Here's sugar, sugar, sugar. Yes, that's true. Yeah. That's correct. So, and, and also, we had other members of Webmaster Radio joined us on the bull as well, too. And I think you guys got some standing O out of that. Yeah, and Essie Guru is going to put that up on YouTube somewhere. We got the full thing, if you know, yep. the five seconds yeah. he was actually on oh, the bull. You know, so. you know, I, got, I got you on video. I got everybody. Oh, I got, I got, I got the them. full. Yeah, I'll email you. Actually, cue up cool. a little bit of that audio from, from last night. If oh, we could gonna, maybe play that a little bit. People in the press room are going to love us right now. Absolutely will, as a matter of fact. Oh, that's mine? Oh, wow. Wait for it. Yes, and what you're hearing is actual live footage from the No Bull 3 party at Johnny Utah's, where it was the first bikini bull riding contest, the third one actually in New York City. And, and of course, that was the 
lovely and talented sugarlicious Sydney Mora that actually jumped on there and showed us her style. We'll have this video and we'll actually have these photos up as well too. You can go to either the Inbox Radio site or you can go to the Webmaster Radio site or you can go just about anywhere because there's a lot of blackmail in there. <laughs> so we'll be getting the video. didn't really want to come on the show. We just made her part of the show That's now true. because we got the video. Yeah. Yes. Now, um, we also have Amber with AKMG that is with us. Amber, and I tell you, are you just about as disgusted as you could be with us right now? <laughs> Known Kevin for a very long time, so I wouldn't expect anything different. Yeah, yeah. Kevin always has a time of his life with the, well, all the girls and the XY7 party. Yeah. Lots of sugar going around. No, Lots of love. Absolutely. I mean, Kevin, you know, he remembers you all the time. And all the time. All the time, which is the, the great thing. Tell us a little bit about a AKMG, what, what you guys do, and uh, a little shout out for some props of people oh, in your thing. Oh, thank you. Thing. I appreciate it. AKMG's been around about two years now. Um, Kim White is our president. She used to be the director of sales mm -hmm. over at Hydra. So we're more of a boutique affiliate network. We have our internal emailing capabilities. Mm -hmm. So right now we've mastered GI. AOL. Right. Looking to get into Yahoo, but having some difficulties. And then I just recently joined over from Blue Sky. Mm -hmm. um, I head up the whole distribution over Blue Sky. So bringing that over and then building out the uh, internal media buying sector. So it's pretty much full service uh, affiliate network agency. How did you master GI? Honestly. Um, no, no, the lie, please. <laughs> <laughs> Don't sugarcoat it. No, yeah, right. you want no. me to sugarcoat no, it? No, not at all, not at all. Honestly, I had somebody push all the buttons and just show me what to do. Uh huh. Sometimes <laughs> that's so when you the, say mastering, you're talking about hitting the inbox. Obviously. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yeah. You're hitting the inbox, great. And you're a country western fan. You like Sugarland? I understand. Oh yes, they're my favorite. Aren't they're they sugarlicious. The yes, they are. As a matter of fact, what's coming up in the near future? Uh, let's talk a little bit about the industry right now. Do you see the industry improving? Changing? Changing, staying stagnant. I think that the industry is changing significantly from where it was two, three, even just a year ago. There's so many more networks now, and the CPA and the CPM worlds are colliding more and more. Mm -hmm. So you have a lot of people that are smart in the industry. I think they'll be innovators and pioneers, but it's coming to the point where just being a solid network and just brokering deals and pushing them to third parties, you can't survive anymore because you're taking slimmer margins, you have more advertisers that aren't paying, and you have to spend more money accommodating your publisher. Publishers, PR, trade shows. So as a network, most people are going to have to grow to either be control of their traffic or in control of their advertisements. So that's my When you say thoughts. CPM and C CPA are mm -hmm. colliding, do we see that more changing to a CPA model? I think a lot of people are doing more of their own CPM arbitrage, their own internal media buying. Email, as we all know, has been declining significantly uh -huh. over the past few years. So you have to go to other placements. And by doing not usually if you want to buy good display placements you have to do it on the cpm back it out into a cpa well and, and I, th I think that's where it's it's basically all in the numbers and they got to come out with a little sugar on them otherwise you're exactly. not gonna you're not gonna use them i see more affiliate managers probably turning into more media buyers yes that's, that's a growing trend now is, is a lot of people are becoming now media buyers it's actually uh, ironically there's a media buying show here that starts the thing tomorrow john it does yes. yeah uh -huh. so you're having you're having the blend of ad tech and the media buying uh show um, do you guys take lists as well on list management? Yes, we do. We do take all the sugary data lists. Do you, you, you want to explain your criteria to taking a list? And, and um, as far as the lists that we bring on, they need to be from trusted, reputable sources. Um, we prefer to have it direct from an advertiser, all the data that they've collected. Okay. Um, so like a live feed from an advertiser exactly. would be great. Would be it's great it's data an advertiser who's getting a lot of web placement. That's obviously the best data that you can get because it's not yeah. being hit at right. time by other emailers. Mm -hmm. um, we really are only are managing maybe like 15 lists right now. And then when we start building out our own and deals, we'll have that data as well. And how do they get in touch with you? 
honestly, I don't handle the list management sector. Steven does, oh, but you can go through me, Amber at AKMG, and I'll pass it. So I really like your hat. It looks really good right now. It's a pretty cool, cool. huh? Yeah. Yep. It's a nice we, we little one, like then, cherry on top. We give you one, but then we screw up your hair, so we don't, don't want to. Yeah, yeah, really so sweet. <laughs> Kevin's just sweet like sugar. I, I am. Really he is. Am. As a matter of fact, it is. Well, thank you so much. Uh, one of the things that we do on Inbox Radio is it's not all about us. We really try to bring in the people that we work with to get a little bit of information as it goes around because it's not all about us. As, as you know, it's the Inbox Radio Show, and uh, I want to thank you for contributing as well. And um, you know, I. I think that that we'd love to have you back on the show again and I really appreciate your comments about the industry and your the true honest facts last last question for you here we talked a few weeks ago about uh, about the you know the social marketing mm -hmm. and uh, and e-commerce and the fact that one or the other is going to prevail what's your thought on that to be honest with you, I really don't actually have like a, a thought on it yet. I'd have to, you caught me off guard on that one. I'd have to get back That's to you job, on that yes. one. That's my job, yes. I apologize. <laughs> I really would have to get back to you on that one and do a little research. <laughs> You got people oh, that's right. Oh, you got a whole audience here, Amber. I'm telling you, you got a fan club going on right now. So you social media right behind you. That's right. That's I apologize. Right. Amber will be signing you've autographs. Seen a lot of people, you've seen a lot of people actually come and ask you about social media. Yeah, it's first lot. show, too, that people are just walking up going, yeah. hi, I'm a media buyer. Yeah, exactly. Where we didn't have that before. It's, it's a little it's bit harder um, getting some of your bigger brands who are more sensitive with their quality to move over to the social because they're used to the email quality and they're not used to... Social is, is very comparable to email the challenge is we have other companies that we won't name that do a lot of incentivized marketing exactly so when they hear social they think it's incentivized social and they go oh, well I don't, I don't want that type of traffic it so it's away. teaching them that you're actually doing display traffic and when I tell them I've been in the email business since 1998 and now I'm doing social the quality is about the same you know I'm doing a lot of education on social which people never did education you know it was like oh it's job traffic no not if your ads are right if you write good good copy that's compelling to get you right the right uh, the right type of prospect with the right age demographic it's you know the the same, if not better, than email traffic. Well, you know how it goes. So. There's always a few bad apples in the industry that yeah, end absolutely. up ruining it for of everybody. Course, of course, mm -hmm. They take all the sugar out of everything. I know, I know. The only thing you want to learn on media buying, I'll teach you. Oh, thank you. I I remember you know. <laughs> and speaking of bad apples, we want to thank Cindy Mora for also being with us. Well, any, any, any comments <laughs> from you? I mean, you're a professional in this industry as well. So, so give us a little bit. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> she, she actually does work in our industry and also works a little bit with us here at XY7 as well. So anyway, tell me a little bit where you see the industry going and uh, maybe some, some things in the background that you've noticed. <laughs> um, I, I see the industry going a lot more on the social media side of things. Sure. It's really a big a big side of our industry and there's you know all these rules that are coming out and we have to abide by them and the more you work towards, you know, what they're trying to tell you to do, the better you're going to do in the industry. Well, that's At least a good, that's the way I see it. And, and that's a great observation. In fact, Bennett Kelly keeps us on track and keeps the entire industry on track by just determining uh, what these rules mean, and then he kind of breaks it down. Um, you know, he's kind of lays it out so we can play it out and keep everybody uh, in existence. So I want to thank Amber from AKMG for joining thank us. She did a great you. job for being here. And uh, Sydney, thanks for your being our special correspondent. We certainly thank hope you. that you'll have thank you back, you. back thank on. Thank you for getting all the sugary girls at the party yes, last night. Oh, absolutely. I'm glad I was able to get the sugary girls for everybody. <laughs> that's great. We're going to break, and when we come back, we're going to be uh, talking, of course, uh, with Bennett Kelly from the Internet Law Center, and also we'll be chatting a little bit with James O'Brien. He's the marketing director um, for uh, Lashback, and uh, we'll get a little feedback from them on what's going on here at this wonderful, we are live here at AdTech in New York City. Brasco, I'm going to go ahead and kick it back to you right now. We'll be right back right after these very short messages. Stick around.
Or inboxes. Inboxed will return after this. such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With, with FriendFinder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics. So you know they're SEO experts, but did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. PPC Rockstars. Get ready to rumble through the latest PPC news and views from around the blogosphere. Learn from our host, David Zatella, and the PPC pros that will take you to the promised land of PPC profit. PPC Rockstars. Live broadcast Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the advertising channel. Only on webmasterradio.fm. You're back with the godfathers of mass distribution on Inbox. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to the Inbox Radio Show. Where else would you send it? This is the 1104 show of uh, Inbox Radio. This is the big fabu John Fonda. I'm sitting here, of course, with the click father of soul, Kevin DiVincenzi. And uh, so far, we're live at AdTech, and this is a really good show. It's been a great show. It's been a great show. A lot of contributions. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to have Amber back from AK AKMG, and she's going to talk a little bit about her experience of the show that we have. But... Um, one of the things I have to comment is is how Webmaster Radio really has has become part of our family now. It seems oh, like we do so they, much they, together. They really and, have, definitely. You know, it's we're kind of a, a, a team that, that, that there we go. There you go. A little bit of sugar in the and, house today. And, and every of every trade show is our reunion now. Right? That's right. That's <laughs> it's right. a little family reunion. That's right. We have a family reunion. We take pictures and bring all the kids, many of which have been actually fathered at ad techs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> said you weren't going to talk about that, John. That's right. <laughs> Just because of show that we do we do have a great great, great time here at at, at ad tech as well. Uh, sitting in and joining us, uh, us today from Team Lashback is James O'Brien. He's the marketing director. James, thanks so much for taking the, the time out of your busy schedule. I mean, we literally had to pry you away from your booth. It looked like things are re really successful for us. Talk about a little bit about the success you're seeing at the show this year. 
You know, and I think particularly, uh, we're off on the corner on the right if you're walking into the uh, showroom. But I got to tell you, it, the traffic there has been amazing from just before 10 o'clock this morning. Uh, I think because it's so laid out, people are actually able to walk around. Where at AdTech Ad Tech New York, normally the different floors, sometimes I never make it to the third floor. And here, yeah, here you can just, you can walk around. I mean, I've walked the whole floor. Even, even though I've been busy in and out of meetings, I've still walked the floor. And that's never happened before. Yeah, so it's it's really been great for us, and you know we find that you know we're we have as many clients come up to the booth that want to catch up, you know, as we do potential prospects or leads. Uh, so for us, the uh, the event marketing portion of this, the sort of people to people portion, is really critical, uh, you know, for starting those relationships and, sure. and maintaining them. Tell us a little bit about uh, Lashback, the company. Sure. Well, Lashback's actually uh, we just had our fifth birthday, so we're uh, we're congratulations. Well, happy, birthday. Yeah. Yeah. happy birthday! Yeah. All right. Happy birthday. Cue up the candles and bring them over here. Give them a nice sugar cookie. Well true. done. Yeah, you know it. Um, it it's a very unique company, and we really don't have uh, any direct competition because we do such a unique thing, which is monitoring commercial email uh, for compliance to federal law, state laws make it possible for you to enforce your own contracts. Mm -hmm. um, and of course, you guys are you know, concerned about what your affiliates and publishers are doing in terms of what they send on your behalf. And so we're able to give you visibility uh, into exactly what they're sending and let you know when they might be um, causing problems. So you're looking for two type of types of clients, correct? You're looking for a network to enforce what their affiliates are sending, but also for an advertiser that wants to see exactly what's happening with his brand and with his copy. Is that correct? That's exactly right. Okay. And you know, in the U.S., you know, the advertisers are on the hook first for compliance and liability. Right. And as you all know, the ad networks um, mm -hmm. share that responsibility right. and that liability with the advertiser for anything the publishers are, are doing on their behalf. But what is it, Bennett? They follow the money, right? Is it? It's they. they so at any. Anybody that makes money is is absolutely uh, liable. Well, is, is, is if you if you know about it, you know an advertiser right. if if they um, take reasonable efforts and aren't aware of what's going on. So reasonable yeah. efforts, like if you, if you use lashback, exactly. Right. Okay. Did <laughs> you like that pitch? Wasn't that a little shameless plug there? We like that. Yeah. You know, I figured I help them out a little bit. <laughs> right. No, but it's 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 a. It's, it's a valid claim because, I mean, we've seen a lot of these cases and it's still the wild, wild west out there where there's still not a lot of regulation and not a, a lot of uh, laws that are really defined. So it is a judgment call. And, and that's and who's to say, really, if you've taken the proper steps, right? I mean, I'm sure you've seen. We've seen it time again. That's why it's really important. And you guys are working with Ben and Kelly, you know, who's one of the best attorneys in the space. And you, you really want to have that specialized knowledge. Of people sure. that understand what can spam is and the nuances and how to deal with the FTC or state AG office, you know, should they ever come calling and we sure. hope that they don't. And that's part of what, what Lashback is able to do for our clients is to kind of help protect them and minimize that liability, understand what, what risk level they might be comfortable with taking. And one, one point that's important about Lashback is we have a, you know, a new administration, a more vigorous FTC, and taking enforcement a lot more seriously. And so it's going to be a different climate, and having someone like Lashback protect you is very valuable. In fact, we were just talking to the FTC last week at uh, Online Trust Alliance, uh, which is a really great group run by uh, Craig Spiesel, I've, formerly I've, Microsoft. I've, I've gone there. I just couldn't go this time because I went to the 80-20, so it was one or the other. Right on. And um, Amber yeah, went to the 80-20, so I went to the 80-20. It, uh, it, was, it was a great show in Philadelphia, and the FTC actually, I mean, they're at the luncheon, besides after, like, speaking in the hallway, and it said directly that it's not just about direct harm anymore to consumers. And they actually stated, we're going to become, a, you know, much more activists, as, as Bennett just mentioned, and looking for things that, um, you know, maybe they wouldn't be concerned about even a year ago. Sure. So, you know, the level of, uh, of, of regulatory action, I think, is definitely going to increase uh, in the space. 
Well, Ben, you know that we've talked to you about that as well, and the keyword regulatory action, and meaning that that there's going to they're going to put some teeth in some of these laws, and I think we're seeing them starting to enforce them a little bit. But it's a perfect segue right there for it. We were talking about a little bit earlier about uh, some information that's come down from the Ninth Circuit. Right. There was a very important ruling in a, in a, a case involving a porn spammer. Um, who Why do you have to bring Bill Wagner into it again? <laughs> <laughs> well, the, the movie was Saccharin and the... No, um, <laughs> I am back. The, <laughs> the legend is back. The, yes. um, the, but there was an important side point in, in the decision. Um, it, was, it was upholding a criminal conviction of these um, porn spammers. And, um, but one issue that came up was, was their use of you know, private domain registration. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and... Um, the court actually held that using that for the purpose of concealing your identity um, it constitutes a material falsification under canned spam. Now, that could whether that's going to be interpreted it has to be in conjunction with you doing other steps to show an intent to conceal your identity, as these guys did. They had you know domains routing to different places all over the world to really try to obscure who they were. Or whether you know this decision will be interpreted to mean just per se use of a domain, um, private domain registration is um, a violation of can spam. You know, it could be very significant if it's if it's the latter, mm -hmm. and um, and there's a lot of focus in that area. Um, and, and for example, our good friend Dan Balsam um, recently um, he tried to sue Two Cows to try to collect on a judgment against one of its um, clients. Saying, well, it's, you're you're the registered domain, so you should be responsible. And, and you know, as Dan's losing streak continued, and the court rejected that. But um, but this is important development. And I think if you if you are in the space and you're using a private domain registration, you should think about the benefits to you know, to you and versus the cost of potential exposure. Mm -hmm. um, speaking of Dan Balscombe, um, James, have you have you had any experience with him at all as well? <laughs> Yeah, you know, it, it's been interesting. I think actually federal courts have done a good job with keeping bad plaintiffs um, from harming legitimate businesses. And um, uh, serial plaintiffs. Dan's an interesting character. <laughs> it's hard to uh, be, be careful what you say because you'll have a. You know. I know I'll get a tersely written letter yes. that, that well, Ben and Kelly right. will have to respond to. Exactly. <laughs> Well, I do remind everybody, of course, that these uh, are not necessarily the opinions of Webmaster Radio, but they're just people sitting around talking, and they are opinions. And, of course, Bennett, what's the ruling on opinions? Well, our opinion is not defamatory. That's right. And what we're trying to do is just talk a little bit about the facts that are out there, and the facts be what they will. Yeah, and I, I think the entire... <laughs> John taking a stand for the First Amendment. Oh my gosh! With the, with the fist pumping and all. Well, that's a good point because you know he can have his opinion on, on stuff, but sure. you know, spam is is a word that we try not to use, and and that's you know the, the his entire soapbox that he stands on. But it, it really comes down to the individual and, and what you think you want and what you don't. And we call him. Um, but well, not creating a business model around it. I mean, that's the, you yeah. know if, if if somebody's looking to do something good or looking to create, I mean, essential is somebody creating a market out of a need, that's great. Absolutely. But just preying on companies and, and, and 
hoping that people are going to settle is a totally different. I mean, that's why we stood up to him as well. It wasn't it wasn't about. I mean, it, it cost us more than he was suing us for. Just so yeah. you know, literally cost us more. Thanks, Ben. Um, but it, it was it was the thank you, Ben. Thank you, Ben. It was it was the it was the point of of taking a stand and saying, hey, we're not going to do this anymore. So I mean, I think that's important. It really is. It really is. You stand up to to bad plaintiffs, and they mm -hmm. tend to go away because they realize it's not going to be an industry. And right. I think the federal courts have done a really good job um, on on enforcing that aspect of can spam because a lot of people don't know that individuals cannot sue under can spam. Right. It was really designed for ISPs, mm -hmm. particularly large receivers like uh, AOL that have to handle a lot of data. Mm -hmm. um, well, to if you remember them. for a while too, people were making ISPs to sue for a while. Right. That, that was that was the trend. So it's, and, and it's interesting. Year, the Ninth Circuit just ruled on that in Gordon, yeah. saying you know yep. can spam wasn't meant to create these faux ISPs. That's correct. Right. And uh, they want real ISPs to sue. Sure. And uh, what the CAN-SPAM Act has created, I mean, what it gives you, it creates the marketplace for email, but it gives you specifically a right to send that's right. based, you know, tied back to your commercial right to free speech. Mm -hmm. um, so with rights come responsibilities, mm -hmm. right? We want to do the right thing by consumers. But what I think the, the government regulators don't get that we try to educate them is consumers don't buy if they're being insulted by a marketer, if they're being, Correct. if they have that perception that they're being harmed by them, they're certainly not buying anything from them. And you know, some of the companies in, in our in our industry do such great business, um, they're converting on their offers, which means people want to get them and, and want to interact with these products and offers and services. So, you know, just because one person what spammed another one person, you know, is a great offer and a bargain to somebody else. Um, so looking into the future, um, <clears throat> do you see the industry become, uh, and we talked about this before, this is really an industry that's policing itself, an industry that keeps itself alive because of the fact this is how we make our living and this is the way with that, that we want it to go and we, we just don't want, um, you know, uh, you know, some sugarcane company out there just go, just going off and doing nothing. Uh, when we really, when the fact of the matter is, is everybody else in that industry is actually trying to do something really well. Where do you see the industry going now in the future in terms of things that we're not seeing yet, or you see something maybe on the horizon? Yeah, you know, we definitely see the the pressure on the network model of business, um, and networks are either going to get smarter, whether it's with technology or business process or whatever, um, in order to survive and you know and and continue to grow. Um, that's probably one of, one of the larger trends that we see, but we also see, and maybe it's, it's with the, the pressure of the economic downturn we've gone through, larger advertisers that want to get in the space, you know, that need to acquire new customers and are just uh, afraid to do it. And so if we can, as an industry, give that perception that this is a, a safe, profitable way you know, to, to, to run a marketing campaign, um, we're going to get larger advertisers who are very interested to actually. That, that was the put whole topic yesterday up. at the uh, the performance marketing summit. They had one at the Double Tree, which was um, run by a company called OfferVault, and the whole topic of discussion was how do we eliminate fraud or attempt to eliminate fraud and uh, be able to go after the big brand advertisers because right now it's still all tier threes. You know, you're not going after the big names because they're they they're afraid their their uh, their brand can't be protected. I mean, we've picked up a couple of big names right now. We're working on Disney and a couple of others. But, I mean, we have to be so sensitive as to what we do and, you know, micromanaging every affiliate just because, God forbid, there's a problem. We know it's going to be a major, major problem. Yeah. And, and, yeah, and it's taking that business away, too, from the really large agencies, mm -hmm. yeah, um, it is. which is the model. It's actually quite antiquated now, I think. Mm -hmm. And um, the pressure on them is unbelievable. Sure. But, you know, it's it's performance, this is the bottom line. And yeah. you've been seeing uh, larger agencies like Gray, you know, going from hourly to actually incorporating, you know, CPA pricing structures into how they work with clients, right. which is uh, which is great for our space. Because, sure. you know, we're going to become the XY7s of the world. 
are going to become the gray advertising in the future. Right. Well, I'm a, a staunch advocate of Adweek, and I read all the publications and stuff, and through across the board in brand and Adweek and all that, you're seeing a lot of that uh, that that speak coming out now, which you would have never never seen it before. It would have been taboo because agencies basically make their living off of retainers and and marking up media that they buy. And then, of course, they're not their feet aren't held to the fire in terms of the response of it. And the traditional thing used to be, oh, if it's not working, then you're not buying enough. Go ahead and buy more. Yes, so correct. we are starting to see that a little bit more. And it's great if an, if an organization like an XY7 steps up to a large player that says, hey, we're going to mitigate that risk for you. We're going to jump in bed with you and we're going to play. And if we don't perform, you're not going to have to pay. And that's music to an advertiser's ear now, particularly when we've got budget downturns now and you've got budget cuts and things of that nature. I agree. Yeah, thanks for jumping in. Well, sorry, I was I was actually, uh, I think we have another speaker that wants to come on, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's right. Think we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. see. That would be good. Um, anyway, any closing thoughts? Uh, I, I really appreciate you taking the time to, to come with us. If you just joined us here, you're listening to Inbox right. Radio. Where else would you send it? You can go to inboxradio.com to check with us or go to, of course, Webmaster Radio. Uh, .fm, and there's a chat room in there, and those chats will get through to Brasco. We'll answer those questions on the air. But, uh, James, I really appreciate you uh, coming on with uh, and giving us your thoughts. James is from Lashback. Any closing thoughts that you might have for our listening audience? Actually, you know, we, we, like, to, uh, we like to throw out a challenge to XY7. Booyah! Uh, yeah, our marketing coordinator who's with me today, Carrie yeah. Berkner. Hi. See, I thought you were just walking around with models Hi. all day. That's right. <laughs> She's actually a state champion bull rider from Illinois. Nice. So what did we do this last night? Right across the river from St. Louis. So nice. um, next year, ah, it's uh, next year we do a throwdown. We'll, we'll tie up. We'll tie a charity into it. Yep, that'll be great. And uh, and, and we'll, we'll see who's the better bull bikini bull rider. Covered oh, yeah. it. Covered in sugar. Covered in sugar. All right, nice I like that. Nice touch. Now, actually, so, actually, we had a girl from Texas on yesterday. Just, just decided to jump up and get on the bull. That's right. In a skirt, and, and she rode that bull for it had to be a minute and a half. I mean, a half. I have to record it. Maybe at two least. Minutes. Yeah, she's she really stayed. Yeah, so, so we might use her so as, that's our, as the our challenge. Okay, and you. I could just. I can see the venom coming from you guys, and we're sitting across the table, but we're going to accept that challenge, okay? Right, bring it. Bring it. Bring the sugar. <laughs> bring, right. bring sugar. Yeah. Hey, I have one last question. As far as, uh, as far as base pricing, are you able to touch on any of that just so advertisers know what it, what it costs them to be involved? Just from a ge- speaking generally, just so they understand, okay, is it something that's $1,000 a month, something that's $10,000 a month? Yeah, absolutely. What, what, what we is have services that, that start in range of about $1,500 a month for okay. advertisers. So and, that would and, be for one product? Um, yeah, it really depends on not only the volume uh, that they're sending, but right. the volume of data that we also see, right? Okay. So we're capturing enough to provide a good sample of the client. And it goes all the way up, you know, past the $5,000 range for the larger networks. Sure. They're obviously sure. doing it, you know, tremendous sure. amounts of data. So certainly priced accordingly. We'll be back with more with Bennett Kelly. And of course, we'll talk with Kevin and Kevin's Corner when Inbox returns. We'll be right back. Hey, got nothing better to do? Stick around. We'll be right back. Time to flood some more inboxes. Inboxed will return after this. Do you consider yourself a super affiliate? Then listen up. One of the most trusted names in affiliate marketing since 2003, XY7.com, has now launched XY7Elite.com, a private invitation-only affiliate program run by super affiliates for super affiliates. Enjoy private tested offers, weekly deposits right to your bank account or XY7 debit card, XY7 VIP concierge service, limousine transportation to and from major industry events, and the status of being one 
of the elite publishers. XY7 Elite is not for everyone as you need to be accepted and maintain volume requirements. Think you've got what it takes to be elite? Go to www.xy7elite.com or call 702-216-4000. 702-216-4000. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with conversioncritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic Tools give you the ingredients to create high-converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic Tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit ConversionCritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www. .conversioncritic.com So you're telling me your affiliate program on the local Pages Affiliate Network is performing as well as your handicap? Absolutely. Thanks to their top-tier XML feed, I'm able to monetize all of my traffic. They handle all of my volume to anywhere in the world. Plus, I also get high cost per click and the most exclusive of advertisers to work with. You should join the club. Sounds good. I can't wait to join. Four. But first, let's work on that team shot. Use the power of local pages with over 5 billion searches per month and the largest database of paid search listings. Let Local Pages Affiliate Network personalize your account and give you the search tools and solutions you need. Become a Local Pages Affiliate today with localpages.com. It's time to start jamming and spamming with the founding fathers of SEO. Rock rock to the next generation of search engine optimization 3.0. Decades of combined SEO expertise give their take on the world of SEO and give you free expert advice with their weekly site clinic. SEO Rockstars, Tuesdays at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific, or on demand. Anytime inside the search engine optimization channel only on webmasterradio.fm. You're back with the Godfathers of Mass Distribution on Inbox, only on webmasterradio.fm. And once again, welcome back to Inbox Radio. I'm the big faboo, John Fondy, and of course, this is the 1104 show of Inbox Radio, inboxradio.com. And if you've just tuned in, we archive these shows so you can find out a lot of fun stuff that's going on here because we're broadcasting live thanks to our wonderful friends at Webmaster Radio. And we're on iTunes 9 as well. We got iTunes 9. Yep. Kicking it as well, and we got people just dropping by, sitting in oh, on this the is great. as well. No, no, Bennett, right at the, right during the break, you were saying there was a, a news article today about. No, this was oh. last week, and oh. you know, we have different types of acronyms for marketing. You know, W WMO word of mouth, and right. Um, I call this WTF marketing because um, <laughs> to, Toyota and, and Saatchi had this campaign basically where they would have this you know guy, you know, this theoretical. Um, your British guy sent emails to this girl and it would actually use her address saying, hey, I'm going to be coming visiting. And then you know, he wouldn't show up, said, sorry, I didn't make it, but I'm going to be there. And then they showed him, I'm saying, well, I have to go to Vegas for a couple of days, um, but I'll get in touch with you. And he, they go, goes, he shows her a video of him um, wrecking a hotel room in Vegas and said, um, well, don't worry about it. I'll be, I'll be back to visit you soon. 
And the girl is terrorized. You know, she's carrying a gun with her for you know, in case this what? guy shows up. Wow. And um, and so the, the campaign was a little more viral than expected because it got it got, it got delivered to her attorney, who then filed a ten million dollar lawsuit. Wow. I mean, I can't see how. At the, and after like two weeks of harassment, finally the, you, you click on a link and it's an ad for Toyota. Wow. And oh, so that's really? why I call it WTF marketing because I, I I fail to see how this can yeah. achieve anything other than you know, make lawyers yeah. rich. Yeah, uh-huh. exactly. Well, that's that is a really good point, yeah. and and I think what we're seeing is that that everybody is trying to to go so far around the box with what they're doing. They're coming up with stuff, and I think the guys that are coming up with this stuff are so desperate they don't realize what the what the legal ramifications of something like that could be. Brilliant on one hand is certainly terrible on, on another, particularly if it hurts somebody. Right. When they say think outside the box, there's two elements to it. There's outside the box, but there's also think. And I, I think they only got one, one component in this case. Yeah, right. I think they missed the first one there. <laughs> Oh well, Kevin, we are uh, we're at AdTech. Um, sure. We're broadcasting live. Um, I think that there's a vibe going on that I see right now that is really something that is has unlike what you see in San Francisco, but clearly different than what you saw at the Hilton last yeah, year. Yeah, no, I think it's very conducive to business. You know, with with the space that everybody has, everybody's able to move around, talk. I mean, we've done so many more deals here than we normally do on day one, just mm-hmm. because normally you're trying to just move people away because it's it's so packed. Um, it's definitely been uh, a great show for us. You know, we, we look forward to it. What about uh, other other people uh, in the in the space that are here at AdTech? Have you gotten any feedback from them about the show? Well, Amber's here, and she had some comments um, because I know that uh, she had seen you know a lot of different people here, not just networks, which was very refreshing. And mm-hmm. oh, what, what you speak, so I'm not going to put no. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> Yes, I remember who you are. Yes, yes. Today I do. Last Monday I didn't, but today I do. (laughs) Um, Usually the abject trade show floors were a lot of affiliate networks, and I noticed this year that you have a lot more publishers that are actually have their own booth space. I've noticed that it's diversified a lot, and I think the people that the publishers are they media buyers? Yeah, as far as like your media buying platforms, they have Mm -hmm. they have some more booths. I think that it's actually really beneficial this time to be on the floor because before I'd always a lot of new people. A lot of new people are here. I've had kind of found in the past that it seemed in some shows that the foot traffic wasn't as significant Mm -hmm. on the floor that you had more traffic outside of the show. So I think it's been a really really good show. Awesome. If you had to, if you had to, to, to maybe pick out one sugar cube of this entire show, what would it be? Radio right show, now, I mean, hands down, the XY7 no bull party. Come on. Uh, I'll tell you, let's put her on the Christmas card list, shall yeah, we? Maybe. Can maybe you remember we'll who she is? Yeah, I'll, I'll remember. Oh, okay. Yeah, so this is why on my phone when she calls, it actually says Amber, and I'll, I'll yeah, remember. Right. Oh, that's Amber. <laughs> that's your Amber alert. Yeah. It's my Amber alert. That's exactly. True. There you go. Hey Brasco, uh, I know we just got uh, a short period, a short, short group of uh, of minutes that we have left. Uh, yeah. I want to really thank you so much for for all you've done for us. You came out and you broadcast live from the No Bull Party Three. How did that go over for the for the audience? Oh, they were happy about it. We we got a good positive response. Again, I made a fool of myself on radio just because. <laughs> I mean, what can you do with so much booze in you? That's right, because you can. <sighs> well, I think it would have been better if I would actually had like a had one of those mics like strapped to my body, so I actually when you, you hear me like lunging over the bowl and like hitting myself and thudding to the floor, that would have been really good. Well, we we kind of do it every year now, and it's really become something I think that everybody looks forward to. Uh, we did it last year. Comments on on how it went over last year? 
the same idea. I mean, was, the difference was there was a different playmaker in there because there were some female that came along that were anonymous uh, that started feeding me Jaeger shots. Uh-huh. And the comments were, it sounded like I was having sex with her on the, on the radio. Um, well, or we, I was going to ba- basically take her home that night. Well, we, we can make that happen. I mean, <laughs> that's just the kind of guys that we are as well, you know? Well, I saw a couple of ladies you just had at the table that would, uh, well, I'm just saying. I mean, we, I mean, you got to say, <laughs> XY7 and Inbox Radio, they, we roll with the sugar, don't we? Yeah, you know, it's pretty much so, huh? Anyway, again, just we really, really mean it. We appreciate everything that you do for us, uh, all your contributions. We really kind of feel that that specialness out there. Thank so you. We and for the record, Sydney is made of sugar, by the way, just to mention. Yeah, no, okay. Sydney's Thank great. You. We're very happy to awesome. have her on the team. Yep, absolutely. Definitely. And um, team so we just got a couple, a couple minutes left. Bennett, any closing thoughts from you? And again, always great to see you come out here. Why would a guy like you come to Ad Tech? What do you want to? What do we? What would you like to accomplish? Well, you know, how often do you get to go to a no bull party? But but um, it's a good event for me because I, I get to spend time with a lot of my clients and and, talk, and see who. Because a lot of your clients sometimes you never meet them unless it's a trade show, right? That, you, a lot, you meet, you a meet lot them of them digitally. I meet them at the trade shows. That's, That's true. true. Yeah. And yeah. and also you know to talk to some new companies and and see what you know what the latest trends are and just get get a feel for the pulse of the industry. So. Well, and you, know, and you can't you can't knock New York, and I have family in in New England, so it's a good detour. Nice. And um, but it's always a good show for me. Well, great. Well, Kevin, and, and uh, kudos to you for at throwing an absolutely phenomenal party. I think literally people showed up from all over the United States. The first stop they made at Ad Tech was. Yeah, no, to I the thought it was a great, party. great turnout this year, John. I mean, every year was has been great. This was just a phenomenal turnout, and just the quality of people. Uh, you know, it's. it's Seems like the, the the industry's finally coming back, so you're getting real players back in and people that have been out of the industry for a while and now back in with new technologies and new companies. Um, and it's going to be it's an exciting time, very exciting time for us all. Well, the thing that I noticed, and of course, you know, we hit all the parties, whether it's in Florida, whether it's in San Francisco, whether I really saw, or at least I got a, a, a sense that what I saw was business was getting done at the No Bull party. It, it, was, it was. It's funny because somebody made a comment. They actually lowered the music yesterday just so people could talk more right in the middle of the screaming and yelling in certain yeah. sections. And it... Uh, it worked out. It really did. Yeah, but I, and so. I think that I think that's the key. And I think I think really, if we had to if we had to dot the sugar and cross the T, there it would be we we saw a lot of maturity that really was there. We sure did. Well, but everybody was still having that great great the, fun. The, the that, market's that definitely together. maturing now. As, as I saw at the performance marketing conference yesterday, it's definitely you know there's a lot of uh, CPA networks and performance marketing networks uh, that are going out of business or very close to going out of business because they haven't matured and they've done mm-hmm. the same third tier. Uh, um, game that they have, and it's just uh, there's not really a value there anymore. So you have to buy your own traffic, leverage your own traffic, and have you know solid affiliates, and that's mm-hmm. very important. Uh, those are those okay. Are well, um, next, uh, of course, next on our next Webmaster Radio show, we're going to have uh, uh, Tim Kerrigan from uh, OpenX and Al Duncan. They're going to talk a little bit about the content revenue strategy seminar that's happening here at AdTech. So we'll have that to roll in. Also, going to talk about affiliate convention that's being held in Los Angeles, December third and fourth. We'll be there. And and uh, they got some got some some great people sponsoring that party, and of course X Y Seven is always there. This is where you break out the massive booth and you stock it full of all kinds. Oh of yeah, stuff. no, LA is going to be a lot of fun. I haven't yeah. figured out what venue or what the heck we're going to do yeah. there, but I think it, we'll, we'll do something. I don't, you know, it won't be bull riding. It'll be something, you know. Uh they will do like like uh, surfboard riding or something. We'll you know? do something like that surf, is surf contest. We we'll get everybody contest. out naked at like twelve o'clock at night, like you know, riding the big wave. There, there you go. Right? Oh, like the wave simulator. Right? Yeah, exactly. The wife yeah, there simulator. You go. No, what no, is no, that? Wave, awesome. not the wife. The wave simulator. Oh, the wave simulator. I thought you said wife I told simulator. You about the bar before we did the radio <laughs> show. <laughs> Jesus, wife simulator. <laughs> you can't take this guy anywhere. You really can't. <laughs> 
Oh, yes. Hey, going out of town? Come hey, to the Affiliate I want to see him surfing doing the fist pump, too, okay? Right. Yeah, the, no, the, fifth, yeah, the, the First Amendment fist pump. That's right. <laughs> John's got that trademark now. I got your back, Bennett. Hey, as a reminder, if you're listening to this as a replay, that... Uh, that uh, our the Inbox Radio Show is broadcast live every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m., and that's Pacific. Again, don't forget, we'll be talking a little bit more about the folks from Affiliate Convention on our next show. Kevin, we did No Bull Party 3. That would be XY7 and Friends. A lot of people showed up. Yep. They got private tables. They got bottle service. They got their pictures taken with the models. They had the models staying with them. I think that's really the place to be. Yeah, absolutely. It was a lot of fun. Now, again, we're broadcasting live from the floor of AdTech in New York City. We're if you'll remember, and I'll take you guys back a little bit in time right now as we kind of close the show out, the very, very first inboxed radio show that we did, we did in Denver at oh, the Affiliate Convention. convention. Yeah. Remember that. Yeah, so right. it really is kind of great. We did that with Webmaster Radio, and uh, so it's really kind of great to know that we've got this type of technology that we can use and that you guys are there for us because nothing like doing live radio, nothing like doing live radio at a live event, nothing like doing live radio at a live event with the live audience that we have here and the people that which makes the show really all it is. So uh, for um, the Dr. Delivery, who's on assignment, he'll be back next week. And, of course, our newest contributor, Sydney Morris, she'll talk about her bull riding experiences, and particularly the ones in a bikini. Check the website. And, of course, make sure that you go to the, go to the website. That's inboxedradio.com. That's inboxedradio.com. Yeah, by and tonight, course, we'll have all the pictures up. We'll have all the pictures up and also at uh, webmasterradio.fm. Hey, I'm the Big Fabu, John Fondy, and I want you to let you know it has been a sugarless moment, and we invite you to join us next week when we do Inbox Radio Live every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific time. For the whole crew, for the Click Father, for Dr. Delivery, the Big Fabu, and of course, Brasco, hitting it on the ones and twos. We'll see you next week. Again, this has been a presentation of Inbox Radio. Where else would you send it?